You're listening to the Course Creation Bites podcast, bite-sized lessons for busy business owners creating, launching, and selling their own course. Each week, you'll get short, practical lessons that focus on one part of your online course creation journey and an easy action step to go away and implement. Here's your host, Sam Winch, the course creator, not the lunchtime food. Let's get started. Bigger isn't always better. I was going to make some really inappropriate jokes here, but let's get on with the episode. Welcome to episode eight of Course Creation Bites, and today we're talking all about size, or to put it better, why a small course might be better than a big course. So I work with a lot of clients who come to me with these huge ideas. And don't get me wrong, their ideas are incredible. I've spoken to some clients about some really engaging, interesting, in-depth programs, some six-month, 12-month, two-year transformative programs, and they're awesome. And we are going to run them one day, but we're not going to start there. If you're in the process of building your first course, this episode is for you, because I'm going to show you why small is better. In fact, it's pretty easy, right? There's a couple of reasons. Number one, small is easier for you. So when you plan out that huge course, you've mapped out that thing you want to do, that transformational live retreat, live classes, lots of guest speakers, um, six, 12-month program, like that thing is awesome, but it is incredibly overwhelming to put together There is a huge amount of content and development to do, and there's a really big risk involved. The amount of work that goes into producing those sorts of things isn't cheap. Now, I'm not talking you out of that thing by any means. There is definitely a place in the market for big, in-depth programs. They are awesome, and I'm so, so happy when I get to work with clients on one of those types of courses. But if you're starting out with your first course, why not take a small portion of that or just one specific problem that your audience is currently struggling with and produce a really small micro solution instead, just a one tiny bite-sized course. What this gives you an opportunity to do is to practice building content, to practice using course software, to practice the sign-up and sales process. Really what we're doing here is taking the risk away. The time, effort, and development costs of putting something smaller together means there's a lot less risk than putting together that huge thing. What it also does is warms up your audience for people who are then going to get used to you selling courses for a first and get used to buying courses from you. We're also going to start to create a bunch of raving fans who've taken your courses, who know they're amazing, and who will be ripe and ready to buy the next big thing that you create. The second part of this creating something small is good for your audience as well. So big is good. Again, don't get me wrong, right? Those amazing transformational programs are just as good for the audience too, but they're not available for everyone. Often they're out of the price point of some of your audience. They just can't physically get there. So if they've got day retreats, um, week-long retreats, live components, it might rule out your fa- your audience who can't travel, who have young family members. Um, you know, it just, it takes away the ability for a large portion of your audience to get involved. It also means that they have to have a huge time commitment. They really need to be able to put aside hours, a week or a month to go through that year-long process with you. And that's all great for the right people, 
but that might be a very small portion of your audience and your list. By creating something smaller, we're making your content and therefore your solutions and your outcomes available to heaps more people. So again, I'm not saying don't build the big one, but I'm saying that make sure you start with the small one. What we want to do is make your content approachable. We want to make your content available. We want to remove those barriers and objections. And if we can warm your audience with small content that works, with micro courses that provide solutions that give hundreds of your members access to your awesome stuff so they become raving fans, isn't that better for them as well? So if there's one thing you take away from today's tiny little course creation bite, it's that big is good. But small can be better. And especially if this is your first course, start small, start tiny, start with one specific outcome and build a solution to that outcome because you're going to A, get to market a heap quicker and not overwhelm yourself and not terrify yourself, um, but also provide really good solutions for large chunks of your audience. So, As always, there is an action step at the end of this podcast episode because you won't build your course just by listening to me talk. You'll build your course by doing instead. And today I want you to think about if a small micro solution is a good fit for you and your audience if you don't have one already. I do not want to talk anyone out of building their dream big program. I'm simply going to say don't do it first. So instead, go away, look at your plan, look at your business strategy and see if there's space for where you can offer a small course instead and test the market to see if it works. Okay, time for all the podcasty bits. If you've loved this episode, I'd really appreciate it if you would share it with your friends or tell people about it, especially if you think they will find it helpful. Make sure that you have subscribed so that you can get future episodes and better still leave a review. Podcast reviews are like gold, so I would really appreciate it if you took a couple of moments to leave a review for me about the podcast. Lastly, why not come over and join our free Facebook group, Turning Your Content Into Courses. There's some great interaction that happens over there. I'm in and out on a regular basis to answer your questions and you get to learn from other course creators about the things you can do to help you grow your course and your audience. That's it for this episode, but as always, I will catch you next time. Mm -hmm.